Hey, welcome to Old Ass Movie Reviews. I'm Scott. There's Dave. One of these directions. Hey, Dave. And welcome, listeners, um, to our annual end of year review show where we just go back and kind of talk about the 50 plus movies we watched and things that happened throughout the year. Yeah, a lot, of, a lot of movies, a lot of movies. Before we get going, though, I'd like to thank all our new listeners, all our new viewers on YouTube. Thank you. While you're there, please hit the subscribe, hit the like, mm-hmm. give us a share. Just spread the word. If you like us, uh, drop in, uh, say something, say hi. You know, <laughs> we're open to chat. That would be awesome. So well, my big problem is I don't answer right away. You may leave a message and either I won't answer at all because I get sidetracked. <laughs> or uh, it'll be like a couple of weeks because I just I don't look at the comments all that much. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just don't. <laughs> no, nah, I get it. I get it. Um, all right. So we are going to start. We started our year off with a block of John Hughes films. And yeah. we started with one of my Ooh. favorite films, Pretty in Pink. Mm-hmm. Dude, just a slice of the 80s. Uh, yeah. Just. I'm going to say that about these next. What we also watched in this block was Breakfast Club, Weird Science, and Sixteen, 16 Candles. candles. Yep. Yes. So all, those those are all John Hughes films that I still to this day, even after watching again and looking at them critically, yeah. I love them. They're wonderful. I watch them. Yeah, I watch them a couple of times. You know, maybe not every year, but I do. I watch them every few years for sure. Yeah, just they're yeah. good. Yeah, they're all it's good. They're, they're all relevant. And if you're in the generation of Dave and I, mm-hmm. you saw these when they these came out and you're still in love with them. Probably at the theater <laughs> is where you saw them. Right, too. right. But uh, yeah. the next movie we came to, though, was a very, very pleasant surprise. Um, Ghostbusters Afterlife. Yeah. Dude. That, that fits in perfectly with the very first and second one uh that little kid that they got in there is absolutely dynamite the little her little sidekick buddy that she meets yeah i can't i forgive me i can't remember her name but the the actress that plays um egon's daughter is it granddaughter granddaughter um yeah granddaughter is uh she's phenomenal yeah absolutely really that was a solid script that was an absolute solid script good story Cute kids that didn't get on your nerves. Great you cameos know, at the end. Would, huh? <laughs> great cameos at the end. Yeah, yeah. Great cameos at the end. Uh, but it's nice that they wrote kids that you believe these these particular kids would go do that. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, there's nothing, nothing in your head that went, these kids wouldn't do that. That kid wouldn't do that. No, it right. was like, no, I, I see it. You, you fall for it. You, you fall for the storytelling in this. Right. So I still recommend that movie for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Then we went old school. We went way back into the 30s for White Zombie. White Zombie. I remember I when we see. when we watched it and the next movie, City of the Dead, we both came up with the same idea that these two movies would mm-hmm. work great as a series or at yeah. least a mini series to really expand. They have so much lore. Um, right. I can't believe I had never seen white zombie before we did this. And yeah, dude, it was good. You know what? I, I think it was one of those movies that I had always heard about, but I'm not sure that I'd ever seen it. 
Mm-hmm. Now, right now, I don't remember. I don't think I had seen it either. Yeah. But White Zombie, you know, named named their band after that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And City of the Dead was another really neat story that needed more more time. And what I yeah. mean by that is it just needed to be able to expand on some stuff. I think we needed we needed to see more. It had potential. It had a lot of potential. I liked it. They but Dave, did, yeah. Dave, 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 the next one. The Magnetic Monster. I take full responsibility for that one. Sorry. This this one's on you, and I barely remember this movie. I honestly... Why would you remember it? I don't remember <laughs> shit about this movie. I really don't. I remember some big scene with a big door being shut, and that is about it. There's a plot point in this where basically they're creating another universe, and it's expanding. That's right. And they have to destroy that thing so it doesn't destroy our universe. And right. in our process of conversation, we were like, well, didn't they just kill billions of beings? I mean, that's that's genocide on a whole other level. But this yeah. movie's so bad. It's this is one you could miss, folks, and you won't you won't miss it. Uh, but I I I try to find stuff that I even in bad movies I try to find something worth worth watching it for. Right, and that was like the only like nugget that I remember sticking out in my head. Like, okay, these guys somehow managed to create a universe that was expanding and that's it had a neat i I remember seeing this like this has got some good bones this has got a good start for a pretty decent sci-fi uh story it just it just wasn't there for me it really wasn't wasn't there the acting definitely wasn't there no this this next one though was a lot of fun yeah i really enjoyed this the wasp woman it was bad bad, but it was was fun and they don't know the difference between bees and wasps but um oh not at all it it was cool. It was a cool flick. I, I actually enjoy the Wasp Woman. The the thing that I liked about the Wasp Woman is it is a that that's a that's a Roger Corman film. Obviously. And that was <laughs> super low budget. Get the best actors you can find. And he did. And the yeah. actors weren't terrible. Nah. The script wasn't that great. Uh the the bees, they didn't know the difference, like you said, between a bee and a and a well, they got free it. footage of bees and said this'll work. <laughs> but it worked. I mean, it was so bad, it was good. That's yeah, that's all I that's can what say about saying, that. I enjoyed movie. it. I enjoyed yeah. it. It I was enjoyed it. it was fun. Unlike the next movie, me so not like this movie. Um, Star Wars episode one, the Phantom Menace. Yeah, well. Moving yeah, on. It, <laughs> I watched I watched and bought these next three episodes just because i'm i'm a completist when it comes to series and yeah this first one's a really i think it's too long he really needed marsha lucas in there with him to edit he did and he needed some there needed some editing it's not actually a bad story because it does set the stage for everything it's just not a story that you lead off a trilogy with you got to lead off with a punch, not this political backstory of watching Palpatine yeah. uh, become the emperor. Um, so anyway, but that brings us to episode two and episode three. Folks, mm-hmm. go take a listen to that. We, um, we're we not kind. Uh- <laughs> no, I, and, and I think rightfully so. For being a fan yeah. for as long as I was, and that I think you have been, 
Yeah. Um, I went and saw the original Star Wars. We talked a little bit about that when I was like nine or ten. And then you're you got your heart set. You're like you don't necessarily want to see episodes one, two, and three. But when he's yeah. doing them, you're like, oh, this this could be good. This this should be really yeah. good. Yeah, absolutely. You sit down and you watch him. You're like, oh, George, why? There's and, good stuff. There's but there good is a stuff lot of good is. stuff in there. There is there really a lot is. of good. I mean, especially compared to seven, eight, and nine. These are freaking yeah. gems. But we'll get to them. We'll get to them. They're coming up. I hold mm-hmm. them pretty close to the same. But anyway, moving on to what I considered one of one of the best Star Wars movies is Solo, a Star Wars story. Yeah. Yeah, I like. Really freaking good. I know a lot of people were like, oh, there were no Jedis in it. And they, they get a hard time for that. And then other people praise it because it didn't have Jedi in it. And I was sitting there thinking to myself, well, it's it's about Han Solo. Yeah. To the best of my knowledge, he never met any Jedi. I mean, he knew of them. He he knew right. about them. It was obvious he knew about it. But yeah. yeah. Um. But this was a heist film. This was a solo heist. It is a, film. It is a heist film and it through worked and through. Perfectly. I, I don't know what anybody was expecting, but I after I got talked into going to see it by my wife, it was kind of what I what I was really expecting. I, it's what I was hoping for. I was hoping for a good story with an adventure. I was expecting garbage. But what I got was a good story right. with adventure. And, you know, a, a younger Han Solo doing Han Solo crap. And I and I appreciated that. Yeah. You know, uh, I liked it. Yeah, I, 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 it. I, I, I had, had a lot of fun with it, which brings yeah. us to my next, fa- one of my uh, other favorite Star Wars films. Yep. Rogue One. Rogue One. Rogue One. Uh, this is yeah. the direct prequel to Episode Four: A New Hope. Uh, this is a cool story because you always wonder how did this happen. Um, yeah. And I'm gonna just slightly segue off just a second to to make mm-hmm. a brief mention about Andor, the series I never thought I wanted to see, but I'm glad right. I did. Um, it again expands on this universe with Saw Gerrera and you're seeing the beginning of the rebellion right. and the steps that the rebellion takes. And honestly, I would watch a whole series on Mon Mothma alone. Yeah. So the stuff they show with her is just, it's great. It's, it's like watching, it, it's like watching Dallas. <laughs> oh, gee. The old Dallas series. Yeah. So, so yeah, really cool. That part of the universe great. with no Jedi. Um, I don't care either way. It's just it's neat seeing the non-characters that we don't know about and seeing I think the universe becomes more alive with that. Right. Um, right. Because uh, we, we can keep the, we go to the well, the Jedi well way too much. Uh, here's another Jedi. Here's another right. Jedi. Here's another Jedi. Right. Everybody wants to see that. Of course, this is a, give me the Jedi and Sith. But it's nice to take a little detour. Yeah, I get it. I mean, I, I get the. The attraction to Jedi. Oh, yeah. I think I think you need the Jedi. I think you needed mm. not in everything, like you said. Yeah. I mean, some stories just don't call for a Jedi. They call for a Han Solo. Yeah, absolutely. You know, they, they call for a Princess Leia being a smart Alec and doing, you know, Princess Leia stuff. But uh, yeah, um, I don't know why people are so happy when there's not a Jedi in a story. I think I mean, Jedi other than Disney to, not yeah. being able to do a Jedi worth of shit right now, but that's a whole nother story. We're, we're about to get to those. <laughs> a whole nother rant. <laughs> uh, it's a rant coming. Yeah, probably not. Anyway, or yes. Yeah. So, but then we get into the only trilogy it matters is yep. episode four, five, and six. 
Yep. Star Wars, Empire Strikes Back, and Return of the Jedi. This... Three of the best. Yeah. For me, my favorite still is Star Wars. It's mm-hmm. not episode four. It's not this. It's not that. It is Star Wars. When I went to go see the movie, that's all it was called. Yeah. Star Wars. Yeah. There was no episode four and then running the the credit thing or the, uh, the, the crawl. <laughs> the running crawl. No, it was just. Yeah. Star Wars and boom, there you are. There's this. So I just call it Star Wars. Um, man, I would love. See, this is where Disney would get my money. Is if they released the original cut in the theater. Absolutely. Without all the digital crap in it, without all that, just the original cut. Yeah. That's one thing I want now. Even if they don't put it in the theater, I would love to have a release either digitally or mm-hmm. Blu-ray completely right. restored and not have what we considered a travesty of Lucas putting in all this CGI into these, at least in to episode four. Um, it really, it really lost something in it because as we talked throughout the years doing this mm-hmm. show is CGI never holds. It never does. Never Practical really will does. work every time and it's timeless. And while these movies looked incredible when we saw them, mm-hmm. It's painful now. It's like, oh Lord. Yeah. Well, so. what still ruins it for me is is him trying to have Greedo shoot first. Oh God, I it, it wouldn't even go in there, lore, but there you are. <laughs> in all the lore and all the books and everything, he never shot first. I mean, in every book yeah. that they ever are in the cantina, you know, solo. Yeah. It's, it's always solo. Han shot first. I don't period. know why they were afraid to make him. He was trying who to make really him was. nicer. Yeah, and that he doesn't need to be. That's not solo. Arc at that point. <laughs> Yeah. You know? Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't hear you. I was. I was. Talking. I said no. I, I was right there with you. That's um. That's not. That's not solo. Then if he's nicer or whatever. That's right. You know, it's against character. He would have shot first. Exactly. So because he knew. I mean, that, and thank goodness for Kazden setting it up in the solo movie. Yes. That shows yes. you. Yeah. Solo's <laughs> going to shoot first. Yes. Yeah, get to, Absolutely. Get drop on. He's going. He's going to take it. Yeah, and I, I think that was just a nice little um. Here it is. I'm going to put this in here. It's very subtle. You see it. It's like, son of a bitch. Kasdan just uh, got one on George. Yeah. <laughs> in, he used to, he argued with him, I guess. Yeah. I, I remember hearing or seeing something recently that it was like he was telling, told him not to do that. Like, you don't know. That's, that's not, it's not who Han Solo is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he, he so I, I really, I really liked the actor, um, Eldon. Or Alden Eckenridge. I damn it. I'm I'm sorry, guys. Uh, um, I really I really liked him a lot. I thought Mm -hmm. he uh, really embodied uh, a young Han Solo, and I had no problem believing that was him at all. It was like, yep, that's him. That's 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 Han. Yeah. If if Star Wars or Disney is still going to keep Star Wars doing Star Wars stuff, and they want to bring any of the original characters in, just you have your Han Solo. Princess Leia, you just go hire Carrie Fisher's daughter. She would be more than Mm -hmm. happy to do it, from what I understand. And you have the guy playing Chewbacca. I mean, who does great? You have have your Lando Calrissian. You've got everybody. I mean, those were those. Lando is such great casting, and we'll get to that. (laughs) Luke Skywalker could be the kid, the guy who played uh, uh, the guy with the iron arm in Captain America. Sebastian Stan. Yeah, Sebastian Stan. Yeah. 
bleach his hair out a little bit. Not even a lot, just a little yeah, bit. He does. Throw I've the, seen, the I've seen some mock-ups and it's like, oh, yeah. that does yeah. work. Throw, throw the hood on him. Boom. You got yourself Luke Skywalker. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't have to be a great actor. Luke, you know, face it. Mark Hamill wasn't a great actor in those no. movies. He had a great script. Yeah. And one terrible director in the first one. Uh, but a really good editor. So yeah. Oh, you know, definitely, definitely. So after what did we just talk about? We were talking about solo. Well, we talked about Star Wars, but Empire Strikes Back is the perfect. Yeah, there we are. Middle, That's where we're at. Yeah. The Star Wars Empire. Movie. Yeah. And Jedi is the perfect ending. It was. It was. They should have stopped with Jedi. They should have. And I get why George wanted to go back and do the the prequels to right. to expand on the story. What I don't get is what happened next, Dave. I don't understand the thought process behind this. This is oh, a mess. For the Force Awakens and the last, last Jedi, Jedi and, and I, there's, I, I, yeah, I'm rise of Palpatine. I'm sorry. That's how it is. She's a fucking exactly Palpatine. Um, I love Ray, Ray Palpatine, yeah. not Ray Skywalker. I love Ray Palpatine. I think she's should a great character. Skywalker. Yeah, this should have been. And that's this, the problem with this. And we, we go into this in great yeah. detail, folks. So if you want to hear it's just rant and bitch yeah. and moan about everything, <laughs> It's if in you're these somebody next who three did not enjoy, enjoy the last three Star Wars and you have a gripe, go listen to those yeah. three episodes. If you love them, you may not want to watch them. Yeah. <laughs> if, if you think they were the three best Star Wars out there, don't watch them because yeah. we're, we're, we gripe about them. Yeah, and I get it. If that's what you like, that's what you like. Dave and I really didn't care for them. And we, we voice our reasons. And I am, we could talk the next hour about it. And I'm not yeah. going there right. at all. Oh, well, so. Real Go quick, ahead. I liked the way The Force Awakens started. I liked how the the role for it. Sure. Because you're back on a desert planet, and, and George Lucas liked to tell circular stories mm -hmm. again. Um, the middle episode, what was that called? The, the Last Jedi was terrible, yep. in my opinion. It was absolutely horrendous. Rise of Palpatine, I mean, Rise of Skywalker, almost fixed. Why they didn't just fix everything is beyond me. That I honestly got it. To this day, you can't explain to me why they didn't just fix all the crap from episode two. Yeah. I don't know not, why or, or whatever the hell episode that is anymore. This, this whole thing with the star Wars, I used to think, ah, oh, well, the fanboys are just upset because they didn't get the story they wanted. Right. Nobody got the story they wanted. I'm sorry. Okay. It was just such a departure. Okay. Um, I get it. We're not, I'm not going to get everything I like, and I'm not going to like everything. Right. Um, right. If I have a series of books that I love and they make a movie, I guarantee I'm not, I'm going to have some issues with the movie. Right. So, but this just, God, it just felt like a miss and a miss and a miss. And it's like, damn. I, I blame, I honestly, I blame everything on KK. Kathleen Kennedy. Yeah. I blame her. I blame Iger. I blame Johnson. Uh, what was it? Chapek, Chapek, Chapek for not yeah. firing Kathleen Kennedy when he first came in. That should have been his first job. Everyone <laughs> will hate you. I don't care. You're fired. I'm laughing because I was I was thinking to myself before we started this show, I should set a clock timer. Time to Kennedy. <laughs> How long? How long is it going to take for Dave? TTK, to time to Kennedy. How long will it take Dave to bring up Kevin? That is a new thing on the show, folks. We'll see. This time it wasn't, uh, but about 10, 15 minutes. And there it is. Well, I'm hoping that they, they, <laughs> the ending that they're filming now, the rumor is they've gone back to film a uh, Indiana Jones ending, a new one that everyone will actually like. I'm not going to go see this pile of heap in the theater. I'm just not. I'm just not going to. Not either. 
I'm not going to waste my time with this movie. Kathleen Kennedy's fingers are all in this. My biggest problem is de-aging of Harrison Ford. Yeah. Again, why didn't you just go get Ehrlich, however you pronounce his name? Why not? Just go get that guy. Put the hat on him. He can already do Harrison Ford as Han Solo. It's not that big a twist to go do Harrison Ford. They're the same freaking character. Yeah. (laughs) So it's fine, you know? Uh, That's my concern. Um, I like the Crystal Skulls, but I had issues with a lot of that story. I like yeah. the the base of it, but this, um, I, I'm going to tell you, I think uh, Scorsese screwed up when he did the Irishman and de-aged yeah. Pacino and De Niro yeah. in such a horrible way that I don't want to see anybody de-aged ever again. Well, um, they, they look young, but they move like old men. That was my thing. When I watched that movie, De Niro walked like an 80 year old man, yeah. but he looked 40. That doesn't, it, Look, it lies to you. Your eyes see it, man. I'm an older guy. If they were to de-age me on camera, I would still move like a man of my age. Yeah. Even though I work it. out and I, and I run and I, you know, I jog yeah. and I, I tread, I'm still not going to move yeah. like a 20 year old guy. And just uh, why I don't. Damn yeah. it. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> then we get on to a movie that audiences are pretty mixed on, but did seem to have some really great reception to it mm-hmm. is the Batman. Yeah, I liked uh, it. I still can't. But I got issues. <laughs> yeah, I still can't recommend it. There are things that yeah. I liked about it. Again, you know, scenery, set, lighting should have been called should have just taken Batman out like we had said and called it Gotham. And yeah. had it, it just works be, better as a Gotham story to it, me. It I think. should have just been Commissioner Gordon chasing a madman around. Yeah, because that would have worked. Uh, Our issue, at least my biggest issue in there, was the penguin. Um, Unnecessary, didn't understand it. And and the Riddler, the Riddler. um, My two big issues were the penguin and Riddler. Now, with Batman, is yeah, with the Riddler, a bit lower, but yeah, with with the Riddler, I will give Paul Dano props because I think he played the character that was written for him really well. Mm -hmm. But I just didn't like that. Um, Wasn't the Riddler? Yeah, it wasn't, and I didn't it's like brilliant. sparkly Batman, and I didn't like Batman all of a sudden being a, a Boy Scout at the end. That's not Batman, that's Superman. Well, well, my biggest so. problem was he wasn't a, the great world's greatest detective either. No, he wasn't. This, and guy I, 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 found, I this guy couldn't have found his penis with both hands tied in front of him, and, <laughs> you know. Well, I hear people say that, oh, it shows the detective side. When? Where was when, that? Was I taking it, a leak when he actually tried to detect? When he pulled out his magnifying, his back glass? What the fuck? The only guy doing any real detective work in that was the butler. Yeah. I would have watched a Pennyworth movie. Yeah. You know? Oh, well. What, what's next? Instead of emo Batman. Emo. Uh, Jesus. Um, you ready? Anyway. Hell comes to Frogtown. I'm almost this, sure that was a porno flick. It was a scrapped. It was scrapped, <laughs> but and then made to a regular movie. Then made yeah. to a regular movie. Star, like, although I, Rowdy Roddy Piper and that was good. I'm sorry. You know, I like him. I wish he would have done more movies. Well, I wish he would have too. Unfortunately, he left us way too soon. But uh, yeah, I, I can't recommend this movie. I just can't. Oh, I don't recommend it. But <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. It was entertaining. That, that yeah. No, I don't recommend it at all. Yeah. Terrible yeah. movie. <laughs> what we got to next was such a neat surprise for me. Um, I consider this movie 
to be an early precursor to the James Bond movies. Yeah. Um, North by Northwest, Alfred Hitchcock can write and film suspense like no other. Right. Uh, Dude, I love this movie. This is such a cool flick. It's a great movie. I, yeah. I was shocked whenever you told me you'd never seen it. There's so much I haven't seen. And even, even now, we're going through all these movies. There's many more I haven't seen. You're an actor. Yet. You need to watch more movies. <laughs> nah. That's okay. You got me. I'll just keep throwing movies at you. <laughs> we're, I do. I watch a movie a week. What more y'all want? Exactly. Uh, yeah. North by Northwest. I highly recommend this movie. It Karen holds Grant. up. Oh, God. Karen Grant is so good. So good. That's it's all you it's say, great. It, just when you watch this, think James Bond is all I'm saying, and you'll you'll yeah. see what I'm saying. It's a, it's a, it has that rhythm, that beat to it. It does. It does. And it's, it's a like, good movie. It's a really good thriller. Um, the the airplane scene on the deserted road. Yeah, that's good. It's a scene that should not work at all, and it works tremendously well. Yeah. It definitely does. Mm-hmm. What we went to next was interesting. We had a special guest. Uh, thanks again, Craig Edwards, uh, Rex Manning's number one male fan who came on and talked about the movie with us. Right. Um, Empire Records. Uh, what a neat flick that uh, I shouldn't have liked at all, but I really enjoyed this movie. And what I mean by that, folks, is I started watching that this movie and it's like, oh, shit. Right. I, I'm, I've got a guest coming on. This is a movie I'm not going to like. I already feel it. And I'm going to feel really bad telling somebody this movie they're in is horrible. You're like, I have to be honest. I have to be honest. And well, yeah. by the time I got to the end of this movie, I was like, I love this movie. Sold I love it. it. Sold it. It's yeah. it, it's, it's one of those just watch it's it. a coming like a coming of age movie. Yeah, it's, it's like a little slice of late, slice late of Americana. 80s, early 90s. Yeah, 90s. 90s? Yeah, early 90s. Early 90s. Yeah, yeah, it's a good movie. It's got Liv Tyler in it. Yeah. Uh, Renee Zellweger. Um, yeah, thank you. I was trying to think of the name. I can't think who else was in it, but it was uh, it was really cool. Cool flick. Good, really. good movie. And if you like like teenage angst slash young adult, you know, and growing up movies, it's a good movie. Really, It's good. got a great soundtrack. And for the life of me, I'm drawing a blank on the director right now, but he went and did another movie called... Uh, pump up the volume with Christian Slater. Right. And it's, it's got a killer fucking soundtrack to it as well. Um, and it, is awesome. Yeah. So this, this has got a great soundtrack, a great story. Um, again, it's a recommend. I, I it's recommend. a definite recommend empire records. Damn the man. Save the empire. Save the empire. Exactly. But Dave, what the hell was next there? Do you see that? Uh, Howard the duck. <laughs> Another George Howard Lucas film made it onto yeah. our list. <laughs> yeah. The, Howard the duck is a prime example of what George Lucas would have made Star Wars into without Marsha Lucas. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, he that, damn near did with Phantom Menace. <laughs> damn near did with that with Phantom Menace. But luckily he had his sidekick guy who was standing there going, George, you can't do that. Please don't. I think of the guy's name. Uh, but Howard the duck I still I have a soft spot in this I bad like it. movie. It's a bad movie, everyone. It is a bad movie. But I if you like bad movies as much as I like bad movies, uh, it's a watch. Well, it's what a, I said special effects alone. It's got great effects. Um mm-hmm. 
what I said at the time uh, still holds is this has got this story is very deep. It is a comic book movie. Uh-huh. And if done with a huge budget would go face to face with the Avengers and everything else because of the world, the scale of the the danger in this movie. Right. Um, it's it's massive. It's world ending. And Howard has to basically save everything. It's a good story. It just. Yeah, it has problems. It has well, problems. <laughs> and I don't know what that like is said, other than I, it's a I bit think cheesy. They, they strayed too this is a prime example of straying too far away from your source material. Mm. And I think they did in this movie. Instead yeah. of sticking closer to what they were writing and doing in the comics, they get I think they got a little bit too far away from it. And that's, it that's honestly it also felt like yes, it's campy. But it uh, felt like they tried to make it campy instead of just made a movie and oh shit. <laughs> right. You know, right. and it, it felt just a let little camp be natural. Let it be natural. Yeah. Right. Let it be natural. Well, you know, we're still on a superhero kick as we go into adventures and babysitting. So funny. I, lo- I love this movie. I, I can't believe it's I've a, only seen it like two or three times. I know. I know. It's it's really good. Folks, if you watch this movie, do not watch it on Disney Plus because it's edited. Um yeah. You can't watch this edited. I mean, no. it's not. You said it wasn't that badly edited, but there's like it's, it they're takes taking a, words out for no reason. You lose a couple jokes. A couple jokes yeah. don't make any sense at all because it's edited and to be right. politically correct. And you can't make this movie politically correct because it's and it's not even that bad. I mean, it's really. not. It's not. It's 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 so funny. Um, it it is a cute fun movie uh if you want something fun to watch and i like doing that you know after a a crappy day or yeah you know just just to unwind and have a laugh it's literally a a girl's adventures in babysitting it's it's awesome keeps getting worse that's one of the things we talked about every everything that happens something bad will happen and it just keeps escalating escalating and it's like how much further can it go it's like oh my god they're hanging off the side of a building that's how far (laughs) it's gonna go but watch it it's funny it's yeah. it's well well worth a watch the next movie we have up has a a duel in it that i would put on par with obi-wan and darth vader it is the has the infamous chainsaw sword fight scene motel hell with uh takes a lot of critters for farmer uh, ted's fritters is it ted i don't remember friend I don't remember his name. Rory like Calhoun. You like a lot more than I do. <laughs> I do like this movie. I do like Motel Hell, except as I stated in the review, it has the, the worst case of Stockholm or the fastest case of Stockholm Syndrome I've ever seen. Yeah. It happens on a weekend. Although you you explained you thought weeks had passed. It sure didn't feel like it to me. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking they may have had like, it was supposed to be a couple of weeks. Yeah. I'm guessing, but I'm not yeah. sure. Like, because there is no, there's no time. Like, they, no. there's nothing to show a passage of time, really. It's a, it's a bad movie, folks. It really is. But I have a, I have joy. I have a nostalgia to it. And I realize right. that. This right. is one of the movies as a kid. I would sneak downstairs at night, turn the cable channel to, to the movie channel. And Joe Bob Briggs probably showed this damn thing. Oh, geez, and yeah. and I'd, I'd keep the volume way down and set as close as I could. And I'd watch all these horror movies at, you know, at a very early age. And right. this is one that's like, yes, I'd watch this, the howling, you name it. All, anything that was on at night, I, I was watching. Howling. Yeah. yeah. Howling, we yeah. did that last year. We did that last no. year. Yeah. Yeah, we did the howling. Yes. Are you sure? Positive. Positive. Yeah. 
yeah, D Wallace turning into a werewolf on TV, you know, at the end. Yeah, we did it. We did the howling first season. Yeah. Well, we're still on the first season, but one of our first episodes, really? early episodes. Yeah, it's in there. Crazy. Okay. Yeah, I know. It, it's we've we've done uh, 140 I must not have episodes. Liked it then. <laughs> you did. You did. It's 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 a good 80s horror movie. Uh, right. Then we decided, what the hell? Let's go into some disaster like films. Yeah, we did a couple of disaster films, and in between, we we dropped the uh, the new a new. Uh, Predator, Predator movie. movie. Yeah. But so let's talk about the, the first disaster film. What Twister. I feel, I feel like I'm going to Kansas. Twister. And especially with right now, as we're recording this, we're under the threat of severe storms and tornadoes tonight. So uh yeah. Shaw. We got cows. This, this this might be my last recording, folks. If I, yeah. get, if I, if I as I see a cow go by. <laughs> we got cows. I gotta go. <laughs> I love this movie. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. The late Bill Paxton. Um, so God. good. Bill Paxton, Helen Hunt, Jamie Gertz. Um, and I can't think of some of the others. Um, the, the one that gets me is the other actor who had passed. Um, who? Oh, God. What is his name? Oh, God. Anyway, it'll come to me later. Yeah. Been a Mission Impossible. A lot of movies. But anyway. A good tornado movie great effects great effects even even now they hold up pretty well they hold up good even it's, now they did such a good job on those yeah great tornadoes. great effects oh they well here's the thing with some of these movies and twister is one of them where it pushes movie making and technology to a level right. where they have to come up with ways to do it i mean my god they were throwing 18 wheelers in the air and dropping them on highways, tractors. Here's a house. Let's push a whole a whole house. Let's drive it, through a house. You know, they had it's, to drive through the house. That's crazy. That's just freaking crazy. The logistics behind this movie is insane. It's a mm -hmm. fun movie. Um, I love it. It's cheesy. It's good. Yeah, I love it. It's good. Twister is a good movie. Watch it. It is. What else is a good movie? Airport seventy five. Mm -hmm. Good disaster film. Good if you disaster. want to see where the movie Airplane got 90% of its jokes, it's from this movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, girl, all... the girl coming aboard that needs a transplant. The nun the playing nun. the guitar. Uh, <laughs> the hysterical lady. <laughs> hyster yeah, the, the hysterical people on the plane. The, the fact that the plane's going down and all the cockpit guys are all out. All the, the aviator. The, it's up the, to the stewardess to fly oh, it. Jeez. So, so bad and so good. It's got Charlton Heston. Got Charlton Heston, yeah. Karen Black. Oh, uh, Karen Black flying a plane. It's a good movie. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed yeah. it. I I really there, did. There was a lot to laugh at in this movie, but there's a lot to just just fall into. You know what it, I mean? It just it fall suffered. into the story. Let the story yeah. take you wherever it's going. Don't you think know, too much about it because none of it makes any sense. I miss this, um, and maybe it's a nostalgia thing mm -hmm. in me and maybe it's because i don't go to a lot of new movies right uh but i miss seeing stuff like this i miss seeing uh chances being taken i miss seeing just a one-off movie yeah. out of nowhere it's like we do get some of that don't get me wrong i'm i know there's some great movies being made i've, I've watched some really good new movies this year that really surprised right. me but I miss I miss this. Just here's this. I mean, people throwing everything at a wall and seeing what sticks. We had some great movies in the 70s. Um, great oh, bad yeah. movies. 
Uh, we had a lot geez. of bad movies in the seventies too. Yeah, but man, the seventies have a special place in my heart. I mean, you got you don't have the seventies movies without Rudy Ray Moore, and well, there you we go. Still got a couple more we need to we need to check out. We absolutely do. <clears throat> At, we we kind of broke our disaster uh, run for real quick because Hulu decided to drop the new Predator movie Prey. Right. on us and we were quick to review what i found to be a really good predator movie i i went into this and i think i told you i went yeah. into this i was expecting to hate this movie mm-hmm. i was expecting it to be every negative stereotype that i despise in storytelling today i was really surprised i was happily surprised mm-hmm. uh i've watched i think i watched it twice now yeah and I recommend it. I recommend this in in your watching your Predator movies. You know what? Even watch this one before the Schwarzenegger movie because a can. lot of shit starts making sense then. You're like, oh, okay, that's that's kind of yeah. neat. And there are Easter the eggs one. in this yeah, that there, call back to those movies. So yeah, there are a couple of Easter cool. eggs. But it's worth it. It's a good, it's a good story. Takes takes grace, takes grace, takes yeah, place sure. on the Canadian frontier, I believe. I don't know. It's, Canadian Western frontier. Yeah, and then it's I'm probably in the 1800s, late. Yeah, yeah, 17. early 1800s. Yeah, 1717. 17 yeah, something. I'm, I'm trying to remember what weapons they were using to try and date they, it. But they I, had flintlocks, yeah. and, and uh, then it could have been the 1700s or 1800s. Yeah, but there's so. a good just because of the time period. There's a really good uh, Easter egg there. Yes. If you're paying attention, you'll you'll, you'll catch it. And if you're a fan of the movies, you will. Yeah. One of, one of the things that really strikes me about this movie to this day. Um, and I think it's really cool is they did, they did film this in Comanche, which is, yeah. or they recorded the voice in Comanche. I did uh, not watch it in Comanche. I need to. And that that's what I'm getting at. I haven't either. And I would right. love to, but I'm going to tell everybody at home, you can watch this without any dialogue, without any subtitles. You do not even need to know what they say to know what they're saying. The actors did such a good yeah. job that you can watch this without even understanding the languages that are spoken. Yeah. And you basically know what's going on. You do. You do. And that to me is quite a strength and a feat. The biggest problem with this movie, I found it to have pretty shitty CGI. Um, Yeah. But other than that, it was good. It was really good. Yeah. That's that's the worst thing I can say is it's got a couple of couple of that and even the most bear, of the, the bear is, is bad. okay the rest of but it's good that bear is bad <laughs> yeah there's a couple of times when you're just like ah ah why did you could have spent an extra week on that it would have worked better but <laughs> it is what it is it, it's a you know yeah yeah definitely and then we go right back in disasters with the mm-hmm. ever sexy paul newman's uh towering inferno <laughs> i mean this guy was so smooth he had an he had a bedroom attached to his office in this skyscraper. <sighs> and oh, you know what kind of business meetings he had going on. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> bow, bow. You won't make this one goes baby. a bit long to me. Uh, yeah. And I get it. This During this time in these movies, these disaster movies in the 70s, they jammed so many famous people in. It was... Everybody you know, had a cameo. Everybody had a cameo. So we had to get through all of that. So to me, The Towering Inferno was was a good movie. It's uh-huh. it's exciting. It's, it's fun. Uh, but I felt it dragged and could have been made a little, little bit faster. But it was, it was good. It was good. I would watch it again, for sure. Yeah, I've I've seen it a couple of times since I was a kid, and watching it the last time uh, to do the review was yeah probably one of my funnest times because I was taking notes. I was like, well, why does this? And I think I even one of my notes was like, 
you know, why does he got a bed in the office? Can't, can't know. Like, I, mean, I know why. Yeah. 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 It's, it's because he's such a workaholic, Dave, and he sleeps there. Yeah, that's that's why. why there's alcohol in there, too. Not, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, the last film of our disaster block is one of my favorite movies altogether. I enjoyed this movie so damn yeah. much. Yeah. The Poseidon Adventure with a pretty young Gene Hackman. Um, yeah, as the priest or the dude, he is phenomenal everyone. in this movie. I yeah. the there were cast, so many big names in this movie. I'm not even gonna try good. and name them. But they if you like good. a disaster film, this is the original one from the 76. Yeah, somewhere right? in there. It's it's or so good. Mid mid to late seventies. It is such a good good movie. Uh, I love it. I recommend it just to know what they did. And then if you can, if you can find uh the making ofs on uh like YouTube, or mm-hmm. if you can get the disc that has the making of and interviews and stuff, watch them. They're absolutely great. They are absolutely great. Just to see how they flipped the ship over. Yeah, you know, and built the, how they built the sets, and which is really just, cool. Yeah. Um, this this has got a great set, uh, great <laughs> effects. It's mm-hmm. it's a fun movie. It's a good movie. The acting's phenomenal on all involved. Yeah, it's it's so good, so good. So watch it. Watch it. Next one, I say watch too, uh, because this is one of my all time favorite horror films. Mm-hmm. Um, that receives a lot of hate, but damn, this thing is so cheesy. It's so good. House of a Thousand Corpses from Rob Zombie. Uh Dave, you had never seen a Rob Zombie film until this. I had never seen a Rob Zombie film before, and now I know why. Uh, But no, really, (laughs) I I really... I actually, I think I told you, I was like, I begrudgingly enjoyed watching watching this movie. It was... There's a lot of just over-the-top crap going on in this movie. That's why it's so good. um, some stuff that you'd be like, ah, I hope no madman sees this because they're going to do this kind of thing. Uh, the, the only problem that I ever had with is the same that I have with any any movie like this mm-hmm. is everybody you're supposed to root for is stupid. It's the only way these movies work. <laughs> the only way any of these movies work is yeah. I'm going to go do the stupidest possible thing that I could possibly do. I'm going to poke this grizzly bear in the eye and then shove my finger in its rear end and then smack it in the head. You know, that kind of stupid thinking is the logic that the pro the so-called protagonists are doing. Uh, But yeah, I enjoyed it. Everybody always gives him grief for putting his wife in the movies, whatever, dude. He's great in this. She was great in that. She was crazy. I'm telling you, every time I see this, I think, man, she'd make an awesome Harley Quinn. Yeah. She would have made a great Harley Quinn. Because she, Um, uh sherry moon can play psycho like no other (laughs) holy crap yeah i would say that if you like um if you like horror if you like uh bloodbath type stuff this movie's for you and humor it's got humor it's it's creepy weird humor but it's it's dark it's dark humor. Yeah. The The next ones go through it, too. It's so funny. Yeah. Um, there's so many good performances in this. Um, I, I just tell folks that I get if you don't like horror, but every now and then give it a give it a shot because it's not a scary yeah. movie. Well, it depends on what you consider scary. Um, creepy. So. It's a creepy movie. It's creepy. It's disgusting. It's sick because yeah. Rob shows you the depravity of people. And, yeah. you know, as we can get pretty sick. That's all I'm going to say. So it's a it's a cool film. It's a really cool yeah. film. Dude, the next one I didn't have as much love for. 
No. We did the whiz. Um, <laughs> we didn't do the whiz. We I took the a whiz. The whiz. You want to take a whiz? They took a whiz. Um, um, now I sound like Johnny Dangerously for a second. Yeah, but, we uh, had, <laughs> we had, yeah, right. We had problems with this movie. Oh God. There's good in here, folks. There is good in there here. There is good in here. Uh, if if I had a if I had kids, I'd let them watch it. It's not that it's not a bad movie, but watching it as an adult, I see the all all of the inherent flaws with with casting uh, Diana Ross. Oh my God! It's so, it's one of the worst casting choices ever. Michael Jackson was perfect for he was great. Scarecrow. Uh, everybody else was cast well. They they should have went the to Broadway and got the girl. The they should have. The they show. absolutely should have. She, and she should um, have been on there. They shouldn't have made it look inner city decrepit. I think they relied way too heavy on that, but that's just my, my personal taste. I would have done it. I would have kept it maybe a little bit inner city, but I would have I would have really pushed the fantasy Emerald City mm-hmm. Land of Oz. Yeah, and they didn't. They, they didn't. Well, and that's apart. that's one of the biggest complaints I had in this movie, and I bring it up in the in the review when we talk about it. Is this movie has an identity crisis? Yeah, um, it feels. I don't know how else to say this. This movie's too white, and it shouldn't be. Um, and what yeah. I mean by that, for me, it was the musical numbers, and I, I think it needed to be much more urban and much more in touch with the black music of the time that was going on. There's a few songs in there, but then we get into your standards. Your and it's like, I, I'm confused. Are you guys confused? I'm confused. You know. Yeah, so there's that was, a couple songs I think that we we talk about that just didn't fit. Like they just yeah, should like, not. What have been are you doing? Movie. I don't know yeah. if they were in the play. I don't know if they no. were in the musical on Broadway, but they should not have been in this movie. They just didn't no. fit. They were shoehorned it felt like it didn't know what it wanted to be. And maybe that's, you know, it's got some good stuff, but I think the biggest flaw with this is the casting of Diana Ross. Yeah. And I I, I hate to say that. I don't mean any disrespect, but it just, it doesn't work. She's too old. Yeah. She was way too old for this. Yeah. Well, then we got to, oh, here we go. We're going to hear about Kathleen Kennedy again, Dave. (sighs) The Book of Boba Fett and Obi-Wan. We took a moment for Dave to catch up on two series. And he looks like he wishes he hadn't. Anything Uh, to say about him, Dave? Well, The Book of Boba Fett should have been better. I'm hoping that they bring the real Boba Fett back and get rid of the imposter. And what I say we mean by that is not get rid of Tamora Morrison, because he is a good Boba Fett. I want to see the Boba Fett that was in the Mandalorian kicking the hell out of all the stormtroopers. That's kind of weird. That's isn't the it? Boba Fett that I want to see. Yeah, I want to see him earning, earning his his uh, his gangster realm. Whatever. Yeah, it's kind of weird it. that he's he was able to do all of that without being the badass. Uh, yeah, as, I mean exactly. Like it, I mean, granted, I like his sidekick, the 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 girl. Um, but she took up too much, too much. Uh, of the lead yeah in a show that's called boba fett he should be given her orders she should be going out and carrying out those orders and he should be boba fett yeah he should take slave one and fly down and blast the hell out of people and Um, and that that became obvious when um to me the show didn't get good until the mandalorian showed up so well yeah that's because then it became a mandalorian show exactly so that that tells you all you got and and yeah that 
that tells you all you need. Obi-Wan so, um, has its own issues as well. Obi-Wan Quite was terrible. Few. Obi-Wan was I don't really say it's hard terrible, to watch. But I'm not going to watch it again. Obi-Wan uh, was terrible because they did a bait and switch on you. Obi-Wan is on Tatooine. He's supposed to be watching Luke. Yeah. And suddenly also, they yeah. have the kidnapping of Princess Leia and, oh, well, all the secret, you know, the fact that you're trying to keep Obi-Wan hidden and Luke hidden goes out the door because a phone call is made to, to freaking Obi-Wan. Hey, I need your help. <laughs> the, the umpires can't possibly be tracing this phone call to you. Uh, uh, everything just you goes know, out the door. And it's Bail, like... Bail Organa actually worked for the Empire. It was very obvious yeah, with his gross it. incompetence. <laughs> Um, <laughs> poor jimmy smith <laughs> yeah Jimmy. like if they would have if they would have had that two different series like three or four yeah. episodes each uh obi-wan doing his thing you know saving luke from whatever it definitely could have worked as a organa series and then if you would have if you wanted to show princess leia as a kid have princess leia get kidnapped and organa go shit i'm gonna call obi-wan and his wife goes no you can't do that you know he's yeah. He's a he's the last Jedi. He's got to train this other Jedi. What the hell are you doing? And then him go, all right, special ops team. Let's let's gear up. And yeah. you sh- show Jimmy Schmitz going out, you know, with his team he's to go get his daughter. That shit. That I mean, just and just show him badass. Like just show him being a ruthless yeah. guy, which he would have had to have been, you know, in order to be part of the rebellion. And just show him kicking ass, yeah. taking names done definitely after this we went that way yeah if you, i'm sorry go ahead. real quick kai patterson did a a, a movie cut of this of oh i remember you telling me about series. this i highly recommend it if you, yeah. i think he's got a website somebody told me or i heard that it's actually on disney now I'm not sure if i if i heard that right i may not have heard that right I would be surprised if they did. But, but take a look. If, I, if you cool. have Disney, see if Kai Patterson yeah. Obi-Wan cut is out there. If not, see if you can find it on his website because it's Very worth cool. watching. It's better than the series. Yeah. Well, it, it takes out a lot of stuff we didn't need. Yeah. I watched both and I prefer the movie that he cut. Yeah. I understand three that. Hours. It's a three-hour movie, but it's it's better. Well, that that cuts 10 hours down to three or whatever it was yeah. six to three. Mm-hmm. Um, we then went to Sabrina, the original <sighs> Sabrina. One of my favorite silly romantic comedies. It is a silly romantic comedy. romance. It, it really cracked me up uh, when I, when she has the better off dead moment of trying to kill herself in that garage. Uh, <laughs> I was looking for a missing spark plug. Yeah, this this one I I wasn't as fond of this as as you were. Um, right. Mainly, be, I think my biggest problem was Bogey in this. He just came off as way too old. No, I get it. I get but it. But that was that was it. Mm-hmm. Um, that was that was it on the. It's a good. I remember watching. I think it was a was it Harrison Ford and Anne Hache had done a version yeah. of this, and I remember really. Yeah, I don't liking think it was Anne Hache. It was. No. Uh, oh. Crud, I can't remember the girl's there, name. There, I did it. About she time I screwed up a name. <laughs> right? Welcome to my world. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember the girl's name that he played against, but yeah, the same the same yeah. story, the same plot. And that's one of the really, that's a really good remake. It is. I, I'd recommend that one too. Definitely. Watch the bogey one first though, folks. That's my opinion. Yeah. Watch the original first. Then we did a 
Helen Slater double feature of right? Supergirl and the Legend of Billie Jean. Supergirl? S- Supergirl. Ooh, oh, yeah. Should have been better. But again, been. I, I will tell you right now, if I had little girls, I would plop them down in front of this. I think One of the boys that like superheroes. Because for it a, it's a, definitely a little kid movie. It is. It is, unfortunately, and it feels like it. Um, right. She deserved she deserved a better vehicle for Supergirl. Yeah. Um, yeah. She really did. But I, I will say this. This this is a I, I said it during the review. It was the Dukes of Hazard meets Supergirl. Um, that's the only way I can describe this movie. It's what it felt like. It felt like I was watching the Dukes of Hazard or the A Team or Chips or something. It's like, oh God, this is bad. But it's it. fun. Um, it is fun. Helen Slater did a great job uh in it. So it's it's definitely, I think you really should take a look at it. It's not as bad as people say. No, it's comic. For what it's, she had, it's comic book movie. <laughs> for what she had, she did a good job. Yeah. She looked like Supergirl. I mean, she looked yeah. the part, you know? Yeah. Now I did enjoy this next one even better, and it's the legend of Billie Jean. Fair is fair. Fair. Is, uh, fair this is a fair. great eighties film. This is this is this has got problems, and I don't care. Oh, it's definitely got problems, but it's a fun film. It just it goes it moves fast. It keeps you entertained. Yeah, and it's just it's it's the eighties, man. I watch this and I'm instantly taken back, and it's the like little, the little brother would have been pushed out of the car. <laughs> Sorry, just, it's always some kid who screws it all up. Movie. Yeah. It definitely would have. It definitely yeah, would have. It's, it's a fun watch. Billy Billy Jean's a, a fun watch. A legend of yeah. Billy Jean. Yeah, so um, I definitely recommend that, folks. Yeah. Definitely. You know, the next movie, uh, we had a little uh, technical hiccup, and hopefully we'll be able to get some of the others in. We were trying to do a gangster block. Yeah. And so I'm just going to take a brief moment to say we covered The Godfather, which is excellent, excellent, excellent movie. Yeah. Go watch it. Don't need to say any more. And then we also did... Was it Public Enemy? Public Enemy. James Cagney. Cagney, one of the first gangster movies. And that is another must watch. Definitely take a look at those. And in watching the James Cagney movie, you will see where Michael Keaton gets his character for Johnny Dangerous. Which is we're about to talk about here in a moment. But we did Goodfellas, Scorsese's. uh, It's it's a great film. It's a great film. It's a biopic. It's just a great film. Yeah, Yeah, there's nothing... Ray Liotta is amazing. This is a movie that it fires on all cylinders and it, it works. It well. doesn't miss, and I don't think it ever misses anywhere. It's great. No, it's it's good. so well done. It deserves all the praise it gets. Uh, same with The Godfather. Right. We took another detour when the monsters dropped on Netflix, and both of us actually really love this movie. So screw you, haters. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah i I heard people talking about it, like on some of these. They're like, "Oh my god, the colors are so bright! The colors are so bright!" Turn your color down. Yeah. Turn it to black and white. He filmed this. I honestly think he filmed this bright colored like that. So whenever he went in to, to digitize it down in black and white, yeah. it would have looked well. Would have looked. And the that way may have been what he it. done. I, he wanted to shoot it in black and white, and the studio I, said no. And it's like, come I think on. they. I think they cut him short. I think they cut yeah. his time short to his finish money what short. He, he got. To do. He got a lot of cuts on this. <laughs> yeah, but I think he did. A good movie. I ho- I'm hoping for a second one. Yeah, I want to see the perfectly. cousin show up. Yeah, <clears throat> it's a good flick. 
I, I really me. enjoyed it. If you know, I'm, I'm not, not going to be the person, if you don't like it, you're not a fan, right, but damn, right. how could you not be? If you love the, because damn it, people, the original series is stupid. This movie <laughs> is stupid. So don't come at me and say, oh, I, I tried to watch the Adams, um, not the Adams. I, mean, I tried to watch the Munsters, but it was stupid. It's like, right. dude, have you seen the real show? It's stupid. Yeah, it's the good, original though. show wasn't much better. Oh. All I'm going to say is for me, this felt like the episode, like a, like a mini, mini movie leading into the series is how yeah. I felt about this. Um, I, I didn't have a problem with it. I, I enjoyed it. As silly yeah. and as dumb as it was. It was just as silly and dumb in the series, so I had no problem with it. Turn down your color. Turn yeah, to black if you want to see it in black and white, watch it. It You'll works in color as well. But after the gangster movies, since we were still in the block, we did a Johnny Dangerously, which Dave just said now. Um, Michael Keaton took a lot of his cues from Cagney in Public Enemy, yeah. and it's very obvious. Uh, this is a gangster spoof movie. Um, yeah, before they were really doing anything like this. Yeah, very young Keaton. Yeah, uh, it's so Keaton. good. It's so good. Uh, folks, Probably one have, of my favorite Keaton movies next yeah, to Batman. You're going to have a hard time finding this one. It's not available anywhere. So um, I, I, had, I had to find a DVD. Uh, it's not streaming. Um, so best yeah. of luck to you if you want to check out uh, Johnny Dangerously. I highly recommend tracking a copy down mm-hmm. and watching it. Our next movie I had never seen. I can't believe it. Shocking. Um, right. <clears throat> The original Nosferatu. Nosferatu. It was in silent. It's a silent black silent and white film movie. from the t- 1923, I think, or something yeah. like it. Somewhere in the 20s. Hard Rom to believe. Stoker's, yeah. Tom Stoker's widow wanted them. All these copies are destroyed. Yeah. Yep. Um, this is Dracula, uh, but mm-hmm. names and things have changed to avoid right. lawsuits and stuff. Right. It's, there's, the making of this movie is to me just as interesting as watching the movie or reading right. about it. It's got a great right. story. And we mentioned uh, Willem Dafoe's movie, uh, Shadow of the Vampire. Of the uh, Vampire. If you want to see a little history of this, it's really cool. So, and even they take it to like a, a different level. They do. Like a, they do. It's so funny. Yeah. It's a good movie. It's a very good movie. <laughs> God, Dafoe is great. Uh, then speaking of great, Brendan Fraser, Rachel Weiss. Right. We did a mummy double feature of that movie and the original Boris Karloff mummy on right. this one. We and did they them were both. both highly recommended folks. I mean, yeah. if you, if you're a brand Brendan Fraser fan, definitely watch his version. The, the first two are great. You can mummy. watch this in any order as well um, yeah. because yeah. his movie, I mean, it is, it's the same movie. Yeah. Um, it really expanded it, it's, a lot. Expanded and has a budget and neat effects and you, it is just it's a spectacle. Right. It's right. a spectacle. It's it's really spectacle. cool. It's you a make spectacle. a spectacle yourself, Brandon. Mm, yeah. Oh. Okay. <laughs> then we not content to just do a mummy double feature. We did yeah. a Dracula double feature. Dracula, definitely. Yeah. Bram Stoker's Dracula and uh, Bela Lugosi's yeah. version of Dracula. Yeah, Bela Lugosi, and then we did Francis Ford Coppola's. Uh, mm-hmm. Both excellent. Both excellent. I have such a soft spot for Francis Ford Coppola's Dracula. I find it to be one of the, if not the closest adaptation yeah. to the books. Um, All of his light work and shadow play. It's a gorgeous movie. Oh, my God. It is so beautiful. It's so well done. So everybody on that just really ticked. I You say what you will about Keanu's accent, but I don't care. It you was know a good what? movie. Keanu Reeves... 
I don't give a shit what that guy does. Thank you. I, I'll, I'm going to watch. He gets a pass. <laughs> except for the last Matrix movie. I just couldn't bring myself to watch it. It's not as bad as you think. I'll tell you about it off air. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Actually, folks, I don't recommend watching it, but it's not that horrible. It's just not. Eh. It was <laughs> it, it was a cash cash in. Cash Nothing wrong with that either. But I, I want it entertaining. <laughs> If I would not blame anybody, it'd be him for taking a cash grab. Oh God, no! Well, God, well no. deserved, no, God. young man. Go yeah. ahead. But it's 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 a you. neat idea what they did. Uh-huh. But to me, I just when we get to the Matrix, one and done, the first movie, and there should have yeah. been no sequels, nothing. Leave this open. Yeah. That universe was so much bigger until they started adding movies. Yeah, I started and reading all the comics after the uh, original Matrix came out, and the comics were great. Yeah. Because they didn't keep visiting back the same group of people that were in the movie. They were, this is just other shit going on in the universe. So it was cool. Um, I didn't mean to go off on a side no, note. No, that's all right. That's all right. After after that, we stayed in the vampire genre mm-hmm. and went to Salem's Lot, the TV series, miniseries from the 70s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One of my favorite adaptations of Stephen King's yeah. book. Another like fairly accurate adaptation. Um yeah, this one's a good one. It's got some really yeah. creepy scenes. Yeah, all those kids on the oh, scratching the window. Folks, if you've seen it, you know what we're talking about. It still scares yeah. everybody. And if you haven't, Oof. it's just that scene is worth watching. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Definitely go check out Salem's Lot, the original. Mm-hmm. Speaking of original, we did The Fly. Dave, oh. I'll, wa- I'll watch Vincent Price in anything. Yeah, he's another one that I'll watch in anything that he's ever done. Yeah. Uh, Vincent Price... Is one of those guys. He always played a bad guy. Whenever you see him in a good as a good guy in a movie, you you have to stop and look. Like, wait, what? You keep waiting for him to be the bad guy. Yeah. And then I kept waiting for him the first time I watched this movie to be the bad right? guy. He was. I was too. Yeah. But no, yeah. he's he's so good. This is a good story. It's a mm-hmm. good story. And then David Cronenberg decided to, hey, how can I gross you out and tell the same story? Yeah. He did. With the help of Jeff Goldblum and Gina Davis, we got the remake of The Fly. Right. Wow. I love well this movie. Well worth it. Well oh, worth man. watching. Creep. Oh, disgusting. You see how a fly eats? <laughs> oh, when he starts turning into the fly, oh. So disgusting. <laughs> yeah, but what are yeah. you going to do? Leave it to Cronenberg to go gross us out. Right. And then we got to what um, would was a perfect Star Trek episode, but it happened to be a movie called... Planet of the Vampires, Mario Bava's uh, Planet yeah. of the Vampires. This is a good flick. Had a good plot. The The movie itself, not that great. But the plot, the acting wasn't terrible. The voice, the, the voice. Uh, yeah, the dub. Dubbing was over the top. Yeah. But there was some really good stuff in this. It, yeah, it yeah, really was. This being remade or, or changed around. We compared it to uh, Aliens. Yes. Yeah, very much. There's some stuff in here that if you watch this, you will uh, instantly think of the movie Aliens right away. So it's like, okay. In the Star Trek series, like yeah, the old definitely Star Trek. Star series, Trek. Like you said. Definitely. Um, yeah, good stuff. Yeah, and good, good plot. Good. Had good bones, as it you did. say. It did. It did. So we we wrapped up our Halloween month with the horror films into Christmas with the Nightmare Before Christmas. Such yeah. a good musical. Never, ever going to say a bad thing about this movie. It's freaking great. Just freaking great. So go and watch it, yeah, yeah, hosers. Just, it's uh, great stop motion. My God, I love 
stop motion. Um, and it's so this good. guy, they they did this so well. They're the actual director, and I can't, I don't have his name in front of me. Did it so well. Yeah, it's uh, wonderful. It's wonderful. It's Christmas and it's Halloween all mixed into one. And speaking of Christmas, this was one of the biggest surprises I've had in years is oh. The Man Who Invented Christmas. Right, right. Phenomenal movie. You're I welcome. don't know what to say, dude. I'm glad it's, you liked it. It's it's wonderful. Um, if I have to recommend a Christmas movie to anybody, it will be this one over almost everything. It is so damn good. It is good. good. It's really, really good. It, it's The Christmas Carol. How The it Christmas is. Carol came about. Yeah, it's the story of how Dickens wrote A Christmas Carol. And but you it's find also out, The Christmas Carol. <laughs> it is also The Christmas Carol. It is so brilliant in how it's done. The acting is phenomenal. Um, damn it, I'm drawing a blank on Christopher Plummer. Oh, my God. It's Scrooge. Scrooge. So good. It's the idea so of Scrooge. How, the I'm idea of Scrooge, how to, yeah. how, to, how to word it. Because in this movie, movie, Dickens is Scrooge. Yeah. And that's that's the neat reveal. It's like, wow, this is how he pieced it all together. He saw yeah. the maid do this. And just you see the story come to life in such a rush. And it's just it has so much Christmas spirit. So good. Yeah, it's it's got a lot of heart in it. And wow. Um, next up, we return to some Muppets this year. Yeah. With Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas, because it ain't Christmas if there ain't no hole in the wash tub. No hole in a washtub. Highly yeah. recommend this one too. I mean, it's got Muppets. The whole it, thing is Muppets. The whole thing is Muppets. Jim Absolutely. Muppets. This it. is, as Dave says in our review, is kind of like a pilot test for yeah. um the Muppet, for the Muppet movie. movie. Yeah. And what you get is about a 65-minute Muppet movie, and it's it's good. It's really good. It's really neat. You see the genesis of how a lot of the Muppeteering came about. And it's um, all it's safe and fun for the whole family. You'll watch you'll watch it, you'll like it, your kids will like it, your grandmother will like you'll it. You'll laugh, you'll, you'll cry, laugh. you'll yeah. kiss three bucks goodbye. Wait. Kiss three bucks goodbye. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Something you watched last night. <laughs> so funny. Anyways. <laughs> so funny. Okay. So after that, you turned me on to Terry Pratchett's Hogfather. Wow, yeah. what a ride. What a ride. That is a favorite of mine the book is a favorite of mine and i want to read the book i haven't haven't picked it up yet this made me really want to visit the disc world series yeah um you won't is, be sorry this is good this is good i i will say i personally had a hard time with it for a while but right. then something just clicked and it's like i love this you know it's just one of those things like it, this is empire records step, for me <laughs> yeah it's easier to step into this movie if you've read at least one or two yes this world sagas because you know they then you know the general setup of the disc world you know you can even if you've not read about death or or susan right. or or any of the others you you just kind of get the feel for what's going on you're like oh okay got it i know i, I know where we're at that's the unseen university yeah. okay we're in the big city okay got it we go um but yeah it's one of my favorite it, it's it is a christmas movie definitely it's, it's a really solid christmas movie it's death trying to save christmas <laughs> which it, which he does and that brings us to our final movie of 2022 which was a very pleasant surprise you know last year we ended um our our run with uh -huh. a christmas story who hasn't seen a christmas story a million times it's right. classic it's it, it is the 
you know, God, we can quote it all day. But, shut uh, my eye out. <laughs> we watched a Christmas story, Christmas. What oh. a what a wonderful surprise. What a wonderful surprise. Wow. J- just I can't talk much about it because I will not ever spoil this movie until a few years from now. Yeah. Um it'll be a few more years. It's good. You must see, must watch, have a box it, of tissues. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. It it is a really good continuation of Ralphie. Oh God. It, it really is. It, it really fits, is. And it fits right in. I mean, there there's no hard hits. There's no hard chops. There's no there's nothing that makes you feel like, oh, come on, that's that's not right. There Ralphie wouldn't do that, or or his mom wouldn't do that, or his dad, you know, nobody, none of that. You're just like, oh, yeah, this is it felt it feels comfortable. It feels yeah. like you're going in just seeing an old friend <laughs> and what he's been up to for the last 30 years, you know. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Well, folks, I really appreciate you joining us all all this time. And I'd like to thank all our new listeners, our new watchers, our new subscribers. Please hit the like, hit the subscribe, hit the share. Um, We really need your help just to get the word out. Uh, Mm -hmm. We love doing this, but we'd love to be able to share with more people and make it easier for us if you just hit the like and share and get the word out. Yeah, just talk about us. Yeah. So <laughs> next next year, coming right up, uh, we are going to the Great White North, eh? And with Bob and Doug McKenzie's Yeah. <laughs> Take off, eh? Uh, Strange Brew. Uh what a what a interesting movie. So um if you like stupid like Dave and I do. It's a stupid movie. In 2023. <laughs> yeah, like we've never watched a stupid movie, Dave. Anyone hey, watch a stupid movie? Forget about it. <laughs> Thanks again, folks. Thanks for sticking with us, and we hope to have a whole nother year with you. Happy New Year. <laughs> <laughs>